Welcome to episode 139 of Flights, Football, and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? I'm doing better than most. How are you, sir? Well, I'm going to put a disclaimer out there to the listening audience. Uh, Monday through Thursday, youth football back in full force. I can tell. Coach Peters is a rah-rah guy. You know, that's what that's what they pay me the big bucks for to return to the program, even though the kid's, you know, oldest, living on his own, working at a correctional facility, with a, living with his girlfriend, youngest, about to start his second year at Ferris. But, you know, Swan Valley Youth Football pays me the millions and millions of dollars to keep coming back year after year to give my effort. Throats not after, you know, November, November through... August off. Yeah, yeah. Throat's not in game shape. So if my voice annoys you, fuck you, but please continue to listen till the end. <laughs> um but other than that, I'm doing I'm doing fantastic. Good. Um before we get to the first rating, I'm gonna segue back. Uh Liz and I, grandma and grandpa Blackhawk, don't even know the restaurants. It's the old Ruby Tuesdays, which is in front of Meyer 69 on Packard and Mount Pleasant. It's a Mexican restaurant. Delicious food. I got a hot and spicy burrito. Had steak tips, beans, and chicken. You didn't have to choose one. They were all in there. Oh, wow. It was hot and spicy burrito. Sure. Flavor was excellent. Can't complain about it, but I'm going to because it, it may have been hot and spicy for like a four-month-old. Four-month-old might have found it hot and spicy 55-year-old man who likes hot and spicy stuff. There was no hot or spicy. The flavor was good. So I'm not gonna I'm not complaining about it. The the the, the meats were good. Everything everything was spot on with the restaurant. So if you're in the Mount Pleasant area, I highly re- recommend it. Like I say, it's right in front of the Meyer on Packard Street. I forget the name. But we would have our first ever, and I shit you not, first ever sub one rating on flights, football, and anything else, if we rated, what's it called, Negro? I don't know what you... Uh, the, 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 the guy that does the tattoos and the haircuts, they have commercials. On El, oh, maybe, ne- yeah. I, I and there, remember, there, yeah. There's, there's a black label and a white label. The white label is the special or whatever it is. And oh, you're talking Medolo? Medolo, thank you. I don't, just like fucking uh, Ecclesiastes. I, I memorized the beer for this podcast and push come to shove, I choked. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, Medolo. Ecclesiastes, <laughs> Medolo. I fucking choked. Yeah, Medolo. There, there's, a bla- there's a black label and a white label. Yeah. I had the white label, which is called a special or special yeah, right, or whatever. Right. Um, I got the... What's advertised is the 32-ounce mug. I don't think you can get 32-ounce in there, but it's one of those mugs you'd like to have in a bar fight. I mean, it's that big fucking glass oh, handle, yeah, big, you're, thick you're glass. Somebody's yeah, skull exactly. One, yeah. I don't know if you can get 32 ounces in there, but that's what it's advertised. Sure. The only reason I'm not giving this Modelo special a 0.0 is because I did finish the 32-ounce. I, I ain't no quitter, fella. I'm going to power through that beer and drink it, but it... It tastes like somebody pissed in your Corona and added water to it. If I I cannot believe the ad campaign Are you for sure this they beer. Didn't do that? Well, I I might I might go back and ask him to do it and see if it's any better because this Modelo was fuck. I would have rated it a point nine nine simply because I finished the thirty two ounce mug. Right. 
But it, I mean, and there, there's a big, there's a big ad push on it, and this fucking shit is nasty. <laughs> I got it, you. Yeah, I don't know. No I, flavor. I've never had it. No flavor. Blah. Watery. The only thing I tasted really was the lime that they put around the edge, which I always get rid of because I'm, as I told the story before on the pod, my 21st birthday, that's when Corona was big in 88, and you'd put the lime in, yep. turn it upside down, and you pound your beer, and you get tasted nothing but the lime. That's all I could taste on this Modelo. But yeah, this Modelo was, that would have been, that was way worse than Hazel's Nuts. <laughs> I mean, the, the, right. the, it was nothing. It was garbage. It was horrible. Well, actually, you got to remember the second time we had Hazel's Nuts, we rated it. And maybe that was a, maybe it was a different batch or a different. It, it, no, and actually, that's funny you mentioned that because Liz and I were at uh, Opperman's Cork and Ale, which is where our first tasting's from, which we'll eventually get to, listeners. But, um, and I was just going through, and then I saw the rack with Odd Sides. Yeah. And. There's three different Hazel's Nuts. Boom, boom, boom. Oh. So I wonder if we hit the one that we actually kind of liked. We hit was a different, different yeah, one. Because yeah, in the yeah, first that one, makes sense. Yeah, because there was three different Hazel's Nuts that had the same lady's face on it. But, you know, one had this one. Anyway. So, um, but yeah, other than that, I'm doing fantastic. And again, the food was great. And they were probably a little short-staffed. And they just kept loading us up with chips and salsa. Chips and salsa were delicious. You almost were too full to eat your meal because I they loaded. That. I know, but I the fucking chips and salsa were so good. You had to keep eating, and I had to drown the taste of that skunk piss I was drinking. And to show you, uh, to show you how bad it was. All right, I, we're halfway through our meal. Our waiter comes back. Is it like another beer, senor? I said, Ah, no, I'm good. Oh, wow. So, so oh, I, wow. I, it was a one and done. That's right. how fucking bad okay, that beer right. was. Now you put it in perspective for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how bad that beer was. It was like, I had the one, I'm done. Now I'm officially floored. All right. So anyway, first item up for bed. Who do you think of when you see that very picture? What's the first thing that pops in your mind when you see that caricature on the can of Rennie Dippa, the double IPA from Pigeon Hill Brewing Company? I don't know. Homer uh, Simpson. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah the All belly. Right. And the jeans and the white t shirt. For sure. All right. Nine point four seventy IBUs. So here we go. Let's let's officially start episode one hundred thirty-nine. Pours like a double should, a little a little more golden than your hazy yeah. IPA would be. What glass you have there? Mike? I've got the Akavango from Africa, straight out of Botswana, Africa. There Yourself? You uh, the Saddle Rock from Josh. Yes, sir. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. IPA and the notes. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's that's a solid IPA selection on the first pull. I mean, not, on the not first... fruity and all. And there's no fruit to it. There's oh, a nice. I, I do. Really? Yeah, got... yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got. I've See, got... I got the, I got that piney IPA flavor on the first pull. Yeah, that's there too. That's on the finish. I got a little. I got a little grapefruit on the pull and the and the piney West Coast on the finish. But when I said, "Oh shit," uh, just as advertised on the can, deceptively smooth, and it even says sessionable. So I'm like. You know, a nine point. What is this? Nine point four. You have a nine point four sessionable IPA. That's that's yeah yeah. 
And it, it is, like I say, we'll see how um, ounces 10 through 12 go, but the first two ounces, very sessionable. Because even after eat. your second one, it's not going to taste as piney. So then you're going to have right. a third right. and a fourth, Agreed. and then you're at DEFCON 1 or... What does it go? DEFCON 1? is. Oh, we're going to have to look that up. I always thought five, five? I always thought five was the worst, but I believe somebody corrected me when I really had to take a shit and said I was at, at DEFCON 5. <laughs> one of my friends said, well, you got a ways to go. Then I guess DEFCON 1 yeah. is yeah. full-scale emergency. Full, yeah. If we're wrong on that, listeners, we're not even going to count it as a correction corner because we're actually asking you guys to Correct. let us know. Because yeah. I always thought, hey, because five's higher than one, so five's the worst. And somebody told me, no, DEFCON 5 is actually, hey, there's something out there, but you know, don't get your panties in a bunch yet. And then DEFCON 1, it's like, okay, yeah. now you can panic. Somebody's if you want. got their finger hovering <laughs> yeah. over the button. Um, all right. Uh, I've got a couple things I want to talk about what we watch. Do you watch anything in the last week there, Dave? One. One. What is it? 13 Lives. I've seen uh, whatever. Now- the ads for it. Yeah. I'm, it's on Prime. Yeah. It's a Prime. I've seen, film. Yeah, I've seen that. I have not watched it yet. I hesitated to watch it because I followed it, you know, when it happened. But uh, so I'm it's tell- a true story. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Right. What well, is? Because I'm not actually not. A- uh, the 13 um, Thai soccer players, the the kids that went two miles back into the tunnel, and while they oh were, okay while yeah, they I were back it. in there, and the whole it. world kind of came together to. Um, and I thought it was very well done. Um, I think at one point, you know, um, what's his name, Tesla. Um, come on, Mr. modern day cowboy. No shit. The the company Tesla. Oh, um, <laughs> I thought you were saying you rock group. Like modern day guy. So you think that it's over? So your life has finally meets the end. No. Yeah, okay. Um. Uh, uh, shit. The guy who owns the company. Elon Musk. There you go, Elon. Oh, that he does own desk. No, 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 no. But he, he, I think he showed up. I think Bill Gates showed up. I think anybody. But that he owned, their spot. Elon Musk owned Tesla, though. Yeah. Oh fuck, I'm smarter than I know. I just thought you were talking about a uh, rock band song. Anyway, no. go ahead. All right. So anyway, but they didn't include all the like the celebrities and the stars and anybody else that really tried to show up and help or, I mean, because those kids were stuck in that cave for over fifteen. I want to say either day sixteen or day seventeen was when they finally right. started pulling them out. But, um, no, I thought it was very, very well done. Um, and so uh, I was on the edge of my seat at many points during the during the movie. Is there any actual footage in that, or is it all no, dramatization, it's all, it's actual all dra- movie? It's all dramatization. Okay. I think maybe in the closing cre- credits or possibly in the opening credits there might have been a picture of the kids. Do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah, probably at the end, and it probably said, like, little Timmy Lazaro... Went on to be CEO of IBM. No, they didn't. They didn't do any of that. But yeah. Oh, they didn't. No. When was it? That's the way those things usually work. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I I don't think they're old I'm enough a, yet. Some of those. What, kids when are, was it? Uh, now I don't even know, Mike. You're catching me with my pants down here. Um, Which is the way I like to do this pod. Ah, uh, shut up. <laughs> um, it, you know, you were asking me, and I'm like, well, it's 2022. That's when the damn movie was made, but that's that's fucking stupid. I want to say around 2017, so yeah, those kids would probably only be yeah. high, late high school at oldest. Sorry, strike that question. Oh, shit. Your, your, your Honor, I'd like to remove that question from testimony. Well, I've got the damn thing up here, and it, there's it's not even, it's giving me a description of it, but it's not even telling me uh, mm. what year it happened. 
So right. I'll get but, that later. But if I remember it, like I said, I'm thinking it was 2014 to 2017 range. Yeah. And those were 12-year-old kids, give or take. So they're 20. So, yeah, they don't deserve finishing credits because they haven't done shit yet. Jesus. So, you know what I mean? Well, seriously, I'm not, I'm not putting... I didn't do shit as a 20-year-old either. I'm not putting them down. Yeah, that's, okay, whatever. Yeah. So, um, all right, so... But anyway, I recommend, highly recommend... I, I would recommend it. All right, well, unfortunately, I can't say the same... I've, I've, I've got two things I want to talk about, but one is going to go into more of a deep dive, yeah. non what we've watched thing. Um, the one thing that I watch is because I'm a Kevin, I'm a Kevin Bacon guy, because Liz and I are watching season on the hill, season three on Showtime. If you have Amazon Prime, they they fucking dick tease you a little bit and they let you watch the first one or two episodes yep. and then have you Cut subscribe you and have you subscribe to Showtime. But we have them both, so we continue watching it. We've watched the first two seasons. And I think the plot is okay. Acting is mediocre at best from time to time, other than Kevin Bacon. I think, you know, I, you know, I wasn't a Kevin Bacon fan when he was a heartthrob in Footloose because that I didn't like Footloose. But right. other Kevin Bacon shit, I think Kevin Bacon is Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon is... It, it, and he's a sleaze ball, and I don't know why you keep rubbing your knee under the table here. Well, the, you notice I haven't moved it, so I must like it. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know um, what's going on? Anyway, um, but he's a slime ball lawyer, and it plays him to a T. So anyway, I'm scrolling through Peacock, and I see a film with Kevin Bacon in it. I thought it was a series, but it turned out to be an hour and thirty minute movie, streaming now on Peacock. Called they them, I've seen the ads. Well, and I'm like, so I checked it out, and I go to Rotten Tomatoes, which is your critics rating and viewer rating. Critics are typically always lower than the viewers. Very critical. And the critics come in at thirty percent on they them. Yeah. And the viewers come in at eighteen percent. And I tell you what, both the critics and the viewers greatly overestimated what this movie was. What a fucking horrible, horrible waste of an hour and a half. If if it wasn't for a Friday night and Liz and I had nothing, well, Liz may have had better things to do, but I didn't have much to do because I get up at 2.52 on Saturday morning. Right. And it was like... Um, I'm sorry, 250, 242, <laughs> snooze at 251, up by three. Um, Larry hates it when I get the numbers wrong. <laughs> and our snooze is nine minutes. But <laughs> Kevin Bacon, if you remember, was in Friday the 13th. Not a big role, but he right. got, he was fucking some chick and got speared or got the knife through up the, from the bottom of the bed or from behind. Tommy from Spilling the Nachos could fill me in yeah. on that because... He got turned into a shish kebab. Yes. Yeah. And what they, them is, is a 2022 topic basically at Camp Wichitobi or whatever is what they call it in the movie, which is basically, what's the, what was it called at Friday the 13th? I don't know. I, I I'll, saw I'll think, part of that. I'll, I'll think, you saw, you've never seen all of Friday the 13th? I don't think I've seen it all. Oh, for fuck's sakes, Dave. 
<laughs> Should we just end this fucking podcast right now? I mean, it's like for, never seen. Obviously, no, I've seen. I don't. I don't blame you for not seeing three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty. I don't blame you on that. But the original Friday the Thirteenth, for fuck's sake! I know God. I've seen most of it. I may have seen all of it. I, I know I've seen parts, if not all of it, on certain occasions. How, how anyway, long ago was that fucking movie? Anyway, I digress. It's a poorly done. Obviously, with the title "They Them," it's a camp for Wayward gender girls. gender identity crisis people. So it's oh. a woke topic, as oh, they would say. Gotcha, okay. And then there's a killer, and the killer doesn't even get involved till late. And the eighteen percent that's on Rotten Tomatoes exaggerates by about 10, 12%. What a fucking horrible mit picture. And I'm actually embarrassed for Kevin Bacon because I actually like Kevin Bacon. Yeah. So anyway, oh, now the other thing, other end of the spectrum, 100%, totally, is, and you can attest to some of this because it was an editing phase of episode 138 from the South Studio of flights, football, and anything else. And when we were editing, you, you, I, you may not admit it, but you were actually kind of like oh, looking at the I TV. In, I know what you're talking about. Now. Oh, well, wait. Be, oh, but fuck. Before we get into that. All right. All right. Well, a little birdie told me. Mm-hmm. That you actually had one for me. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I'll go first. All right, let's see. It. And again, as the listeners know, as, as Mike here is doing some steady backpedaling that this game isn't that easy, I've never claimed I didn't want Dave to do this. Dave just fucking doesn't do it. And I'm not, so anyway. Now here's the problem with this. I'm going to okay. read you the lyrics. Yes. I have no fucking clue what the melody is. Okay. So. Well, well, well you know, like I do with you, we'll, you'll yeah. give with the words, yep. and then you'll we'll go from there. All right. So at least, you know, I, I did it. I did 50% of what I was supposed All to right, do. Next time enough. I got to try to actually. All right. I, I pumped it in a couple times into my phone, and I, I couldn't get the, the right song, at least that matched up with the lyrics. But here we go. All right. And this should be right in your genre wheelhouse. Bring it. Drunk and I'm feeling down, and I just want to be alone. I'm pissed because you came around. Papa Roach, why don't... Drunk and I'm feeling down. Uh, Why don't you just go home? He's getting it. He's in the groove. He's got the melody. Um, Okay, it's not Scar... I know it's Papa Roach without question. It's definitely it absolutely is. Papa Roach. It Papa Roach. It's not Last Resort. Nope. Um, I'm going to go Scars. Bingo. Boom! I fucking don't. Yeah. <laughs> Mike pays attention. I'm drunk and I feel alone. Yes. Oh, that's, that's actually one of my favorite Papa Roach songs. Anyway. All right. If you don't get verse one... I'm going to come back with the second line. All right. And I can give you a melody. It won't be spot on like maybe one or two of my other ones, but I'll do my best. All right, here we go. 
It'll probably be really well done because of your angelic voice right now. <laughs> yes. All right. I, I'm driving black on black. Just oh. got my license back. I've got the stop. Spe- stop talking. Just a second. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Never mind. Keep going. I, I mean, I have it. It's yeah. I don't, but I do. I've got this feeling in my veins. This train's coming off the track. And then, and then there's words, 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 words. Yeah, yeah. And then it's, your mom don't know that you were missing. She'd be pissed if she could see yeah, the parts of you that I've been kissing. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> you were listening to me last week or whenever that was. It's Nickelback Animals. Oh, there we go. Yeah. There we go. All right. Yep. Yep. All right. All right. Got it. So, anyway, final thing that I And for an unprecedented... High five. For an unprecedented... I almost did a touchdown dance on your couch. Well, that would have worked on YouTube. It doesn't so much on Spotify. (laughs) That's Um, why I didn't do it. So, getting back to what we watch. For an unprecedented third week in a row, episodes 37, 38, 137, 138, and 139, because... I know my younger sister Caitlin feels obligated obligated to listen to fill the void left by our number one listener not being able to do so. So she's been listening to the last couple. At least she's smart about it. If she's not listening start to finish, she listens to something in the beginning, sends me a comment, and then something in the middle sends me a comment, and then something towards the end. So she may be doing a little fast forward, but hey, yeah. they're all listens, Dave. They're all listens. They are. So, Isn't that how we all did our high school homework? Exactly, yeah. yeah. You know, we'll read out, read how it starts, read how it ends. I'll figure the rest out. Yeah. But anyway. That's so this how is, I call bullshit on students, by the way. <laughs> right. Like, so. I'll find that little space in between the beginning and the middle, and I'll ask a couple questions, and it's like, I can see the look on their face like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so, anyway, so for the third straight week, we're talking wrestling. Okay. And this is what I talked about Getting before the music before yep. the music hit. On A and E, they have what is called WWE Legends and WWE Rivalries. Play Sunday night. Actually, uh, I think Legends is on at eight and Rivalries nine or nine and ten, whatever it is. And last week at the Cell Studio, I don't remember the Legends one so much. But I think we tuned in on rivalries, and it was uh, WCW versus WWF. That was the rivalry, not individual yeah. wrestler right. yeah. rivalries, yeah. like that, like what's coming up. Right. That yeah, that yeah. was the rivalry. W and maybe it was even WWE at the time, but it might have started out WWF. But anyway, semantics. And I tell you what, and so anyway, on Legends, if you go to A and E on demand, there's Stone Cold, Roddy Piper. Macho Man, Randy Savage, Booker T, Shawn Michaels, and there's a few others. I didn't see the Booker T one. No, not because I'm racist. I never was a Booker T fan. I did not like Booker. Five time, five time, five time, five time, five time champion, sucker. Never was a Booker T fan. But in fairness, I haven't watched the Ultimate Warrior one either because I fucking thought the Ultimate Warrior absolutely fucking sucked. But anyway, the most recent one I watched was Shawn Michaels, and I tell you what, I don't give two flying fucks what you think about wrestling. Um, and it's funny, 
I think Shawn Michaels' real name is Michael Shawn Rickerbottom. And Mr. Rickerbottom, Shawn Michaels' dad, has actually described wrestling how I have for years. He said it's an athletic soap opera. Sure. And I've, just, I've always described it as a soap opera for males. I would buy into that. And yeah, so I don't care what you think about wrestling. That's your business. And if you if you if you want to turn this podcast off because we're talking wrestling, please don't. There's a lot of good things to come, but that's your prerogative. I'm not. Yes, I know the shit's fucking. The outcomes are scripted, but as I've said, I bet you I've said ten times on this podcast that if you and I tried to do some of the shit that they do, one of us or both of us would be paralyzed or dead. Yeah, easily agreed. Because, I mean, so they're, and these guys do this, I'm going back in the day, it's probably not 320 days a year yeah. now like it used to be I mean, when the hardcore guys did it. But, I mean, shit, two of my kids used to do it off the couch to <laughs> yes. me, and I thought I was going to the hospital. That's what I mean. I mean. It's like, and if, I tell you what, nobody, and I mean nobody, can tell a story like the WWE. Because you're not even a wrestling fan. And last week at the Cell Studio, when they had that rivalry, WCW versus WWE slash WWF, right. whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. you were even looking up from the screen yeah, yeah. and not typing. Oh, that's, and and I was doing the same thing yeah, it, yeah. because it, it's captivating. It's I mean, if you watch it, you were part of it. And I watched the most recently this morning over my uh, coffee before Ruby and I walked, I watched the Shawn Michaels one. Yeah. And I tell you what, I mean... The guy was an asshole. He paid his dues. And this and that. So if you have A&E, I recommend, because even Liz, who got up 15 minutes after I did, now she wasn't as engrossed in it as I was, but she would even put her iPad in her lap, turn her head to the right to look at the TV, yeah. And pay attention. So right. it, it, like, and that goes back to it. Number one is interesting information how people who you think are way, way up here, and but reality are like skimming their knees on the bottom. And the fact that WWE can fucking tell a story like nobody can tell a story. Now, are you telling, are you saying what's on A and E? Yeah, A uh, Arts and Entertainment. I yeah, think yeah, it's yeah, A yeah. and So are you are you saying A and E can tell a story? No, no, no. But it's a WWE production, and A and E televises it. So A and E's oh. not the one. A and E's televising. I it. gotcha. Okay, they're not. They're not. Yeah, it's, it's, it, a, yeah, it's, it's it. a WWE okay. thing. Yeah. No, I would agree, and and it's not. You know, for those people that might still be rolling their eyes, it's a behind the scenes, right. like what's going on in reality versus what you're seeing as a wrestling fan. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? As as far as the story that they're telling, and that's why it's kind of captivating, and it's really almost more reality TV than a lot of the quote-unquote reality TV shows. 100% agreed. And that's where I want to turn my next segment, and perhaps the only one, and I know he doesn't watch uh, wrestling like he used to, that would have any interest whatsoever in what I'm about to say would be the big dog of spilling the nachos. And that's... It's funny how the business has changed because the, what these A and E things do do, <laughs> and I, I get a kick out of everybody who finds do do funny because even as a kid we always referred to it as shit. 
We never said doo-doo. It's like, ah, look at that dog shit. Ah, he said shit. Anyway, that's a whole other argument. But on these things, like, for instance, on the Shawn Michaels thing, it showed all the backstage stuff, and they talked about the screw job in Montreal where Michaels was facing Hart, and they, there was some animosity between the two, and they didn't really like each other, and Bret Hart, Bret Hart even said, yeah, that match was real. We were real stiff with one another. And for those in, that don't pay any attention to wrestling, what we were stiff with one another means is a lot of those shots were, were real or, if not real, borderline real because that's the beauty of wrestling where you if you, you can make something look like it hurts and nobody is at hurt, yeah. you sold it and, and nobody's the wiser. But in this match between those two, everything was real stiff, which means like, hey, fuck you. My sweet chin music is probably coming a little closer to the jaw than it would to an everyday right. opponent. But, or when I make contact with my forearm, yes. instead of giving a little bit and bringing it back as exactly. I make contact, it's going forward yes. into your chest. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And now, but then on the same and the same thing, they've got like from 2020. Shawn Michaels in his new role in NXT, talking to all the wrestlers, you know, heel, face. Okay, you, you got to sell it. You got to come in real fast or you're not going to be able to flip over all the way. So in a, in a did really, now, again, 2022, I don't think anybody really believes in wrestling being real with quotes. But, you know, back in the 80s, I mean, that's why, like, The Undertaker, Mark Calloway, I think his first name is Mark, never really went out in public because he didn't feel he could break character because it would ruin the image of The Undertaker. Right. But now, like, say, that you know, the, e, the WWE is supporting this, and, you know, they showed old footage. Yeah, you can't change the past, but now they're showing Shawn Michaels working with an NXT heel and an NXT villain, and they're all working together, and it's like... And it's one big team because it has to be because otherwise somebody would be killed. Right. <laughs> but back in the day, you wouldn't sell that image because it would be like, oh, okay, now we're just telling everybody his fake. Remember Dr. David, right. Dr. Dave Schultz with uh, John Stossel. And Dr. Dave just looked fake to you and he fucking just slapped him in the side of the head. And that was real. I right, mean, there was right, laws. Right, right. ABC brought laws in because yeah. David Schultz protected the image of wrestling. It's like, basically, hey, motherfucker, you, it, boom, cuffed him right in the side of the ear. John Stossel lost a little bit of hearing because of that shot. And he said, that looked fake to you? And you got over top of him, and Stossel just like kind of like crawling out of it, like, oh, shit. And then uh, uh, Richard Belzer, I think, of, was it Hulk Hogan or another wrestler, fucking literally choked his ass out on stage because Richard Belzer was like, oh, I could do this. and the, So Hulk Hogan put him in the sleeper and fucking choked him out. Right. And that, yeah, but that's yeah. how the that's right. how the cave But that happened. was part of the fun at the time, or and I, maybe not the fun, but the the pageantry of it. Maybe right, that's well, not nobody broke kayfabe. Is right, is, but, but for the fan, which I wasn't one, I mean, I watched it a little bit, so I can, because my kids, mm -hmm. obviously, at that age, I wanted to be able to talk the lingo and right. know who was doing what. But, you know, is it how much of it is real? How much, you know, if a guy comes up bleeding, you're like, okay, was that movie magic? Did, did he have a little packet of oh, blood? Yeah, yeah, there's there's all there's all sorts. In, 
I'm not, you know, I won't turn well, some, this in. I well, won't some turn of those this guys in. actually had razor blades. Oh, yeah, that's We're yeah. doing it to themselves. Yeah, I won't, I won't, um, turn this into a two hour wrestling podcast about how to get juice. But yeah, everybody had their own way to do it. And typically, more often than not, it was always self inflicted. You know, a little, right. a little shot. And then once that sweat gets in it, I know firsthand by headbutting the kids in football, <laughs> right. you, you get a little, you know, 90 degree day. A little bit of a cut on your forehead, and that fucking blood just drips down your face. Right. And everybody's looking at you like, oh, fuck, he's, coach is dying, coach is dying. Ah, fuck it. Now you got time to bleed, son. Game day. But, uh, but yeah, so, but anyway, laugh all you want. If you have A&E, check it out. WWE Legends, WWE Rivalries. If for no other reason, nobody can spin a story like WWE. So, Dave, I think it's time we rate the Rennie Dippa. And for math guy here, 139 episodes times three is 300. About 420 beers. Probably for one in 15 times you've actually finished the beer before I have. But I'm still rating it first. Yep. Absolutely delicious beer. I can see what they mean by sessionable. I That's think if you, what I'm saying. I think if you abuse the sessionable, you would find you'd be flat down, face on the ground. But I'm gonna go. Excuse me. Liked it a lot. Don't think the flavors popped enough to give it a four. I'm gonna go three point eight eight. Four point one five. Just Woo! because I All thought, right. you know, I thought the flavors were there. All right. But I, then again, I'm not a huge. If it's a straight. West Coast IPA, and you, you know, in the piney West Coast bitter, hits you between the eyes. I'm not a huge fan of that, and so that's why it's not there for me. And it's exactly what it says on the can: deceptively smooth and sessionable West Coast double IPA. All right. Well, and like I said, I I I, I teetered with a four rating, opted with a three eight eight for reasons I've already given, and for like a, a rarity in the last. X amount of pods here. We liked it better than our untapped fans, but we were very close. 3.1 thousand check-ins, so not small, not large. That's what she said. Those folks come in at 3.84. All right, Dave. Well, our second tasting is called Pastriarchy, a chocolate cherry dessert stout by DeClaw Brewing Company. Uh, more on DeClaw Brewing Company in segment three. Stay tuned, folks. Um, it is 9.4%, 45 IBUs, and it's edition number 23 in a limited selection, a limited release, I'm sorry. But, hey, I mean, I'm thinking chocolate cherry dessert stout. I mean, really, what more fucking can I say? Right. I mean... I'm and at 9.4. I'm hoping to fall asleep in my cake here, Dave. <laughs> my only regret is I should have bought four of them because after the pot, I could have fucking drank another and just went right to sleep. Oh, yeah, I got the dark start pour. Mm-hmm. And that's probably my imagination, but dare I say there's even a little bit of a. Uh oh, uh oh, better get it. There's even a bit of a little bit of the red pour. 
for the cherry. I think that might be subliminal on my end, though. I think it might be subliminal. We'll see. And now some would argue, no, I can't argue, too much head there, because even though I had a little overflow, yeah. some would have argued that was a perfect flow, pour, but with that amount of head, there's no way that's perfect. When it, when it got to the top and overflowed, yeah. Just like a slow motion money shot in porn. I mean, it was it was it was perfect, but then it just got sloppy. <laughs> just got, <laughs> then it just got to be a bukkake. So anyway, way right. to slip in bukkake in the middle of the pod. You got you got to do it every at least fourteen or eighteen episodes to be a valid podcast. On the notes, anyway. On the notes, anyway. It's very. It's all chocolate and, and cherry. cherry. Yeah, for sure. Cheers. Cheers. Yep. Oh, that's exactly what it is. It's yeah. a double chocolate cherry stout. This is the second 9.4 that we're pouring that could be ridiculously dangerous. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing. There's... It might end up being a little too rich to, you know, go diving into two or three. Oh, of yeah, these, but... yeah. This this is one of those beers you have outside mm -hmm. the campfire waiting for the burgers to get done on the grill. Whatever. Yeah. And I would say on a lot of these dessert beers, I would say, though, that for a stout, it's a little bit lighter. Yes, it's I, not I a, would agree with that. The but, mouth, very, but very heavy. I mean, their flavors pop. Flavors I mean, it's chocolate, cherry, intense. boom, boom. Yeah, 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 for sure. But it's not a full mouthfeel like some of the mm -hmm. stouts are where you're just like, oh, this is going to sit in my stomach like a rock. I would agree with that. So, um, world of sports. All right. I've been stroking off the Yankees uh -oh. for many episodes, pumping their tires, jerking their meat, thinking it's a foregone conclusion that they're, they're going to... World... You put a gun to my head, I'm still putting my money on the Yankees to win it all. Okay. Although I want the Astros to win it all. But anyway, I digress. The team I, apparently I'm falling asleep on because... I'm an AL guy. Fuck the National League. National League is for chumps. But now that everybody uses the DH, the National League I bring up to a little bit more equal competition. <laughs> Yankees have scuffled. <laughs> the Yankees are like, I think they're one and eight since trading Joey Gallo, who was like, Joey Gallo was like the lopper of the Yankee organization because he couldn't hit a lick. They traded him, and they're one and nine since they've traded him. Obviously, it's a coincidence because Joey Gallo sucks. <laughs> but um, maybe he's got a relative that's like a voodoo witch doctor or something like that, and they put a hex on him. So just now like they're uh, the goat guy and the Cubs, we curse you. Yeah, yeah so. exactly. Um, or Major League Two. But until today, the Dodgers had a franchise record since moving to Los Angeles, winning streak of twelve games. Royals beat him today to end that streak at twelve. But anyway. Going into Friday or Saturday or today, one of the three days, the Dodgers were the fifteen in eighty years to go thirty-three and five over any thirty-eight game stretch in a season. Wow! So the the Dodgers were thirty-three and five heading into Friday, Saturday, or tonight. One of the two must be all those loons players. They it must be up. yes, yeah. it has to be. It's got to be at the Fishman Eight. Manning the gates at the Loons game, keeping everybody in line and everybody wanting to be a winner. 
There you go. Thanks. Thanks, Fish. Thanks, Fish. All right. And then the other baseball note I have <clears throat> is from, it's actually so absolutely meaningless, no one gives two flying fucks about, but it's ax- absolutely shockingly stunning. You got to kind of scratch your head and say like, okay, that's weird. Today is what, the 14th of August? Mm-hmm. As it we is. record. Yep. So yesterday was August 13th. The Braves were in Florida to play the Miami. Braves were in Miami to play the Florida Marlins in a split doubleheader. Split doubleheader means you play a game in the morning, everybody gets out, another ticket's needed, everybody comes in. Split doubleheader. August 13th, Braves-Marlins. The last time the Marlins played a split doubleheader was August 13th, 2018, Against the <laughs> um, weren't you listening to my story? Dude? I was listening to your story. Oh, for fuck's sake. Son of a bitch. oh god. I was waiting for the punchline. Oh, the yeah, punchline no. was you answering the question. <laughs> so the same team that came in. Uh the Atlanta Braves. Thank you yeah. very much. All right, yes. Took a second. Sorry. Yeah. So and again, what does that mean? Absolutely fucking. Nothing. I was so riveted by your story. I was actually thinking, like, when can I take another pull of this pastry? Well, pastry you, you, you drink as much as you can drink it, but I can't answer you. your question while I'm. But again, so all right, but you did get it right. The Braves, <clears throat> and what does it mean? Is it meaning? No, it's absolutely stupid. But Marlins Braves played a, a split doubleheader on August thirteenth, twenty twenty-two, and the last time the. Marlins played a split doubleheader was August 13th, five years previous, against the same fucking Atlanta Braves. Now, the only quirk to that was in 18, it was the Marlins at the Braves. In 22, it was the Braves at the Marlins, but still. So so isn't that four years? What I say? Five. Uh, yeah, five years, four years. I round up. Four years, five <laughs> years. But anyway, this the fact remains, it's so fucking bizarre Yeah. that... They haven't played a split doubleheader on on August thirteenth. Yeah, the same That's date. The, the same date, same team, years apart. That's mind boggling to me. If yeah. you don't think so, you'll be a subject of my future fuck yous. Um, last thing in sports I have, and I know you have a few written down. Yep, you can go to those in a second. All right, I know we've talked about this before, especially when the Astros were accused of allegedly cheating, as I always tell my kids in youth football, (laughs) if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying hard enough. You're a role model. Thank you. Hey, Fernando Tatis was just suspended for 80 games. Oh, yeah. Saw that. Now, is it going to make a big deal this year? Right. I don't know. They just got Bell. They just got Soto. And he's been out all year from an injury due to a motorcycle or motocross or skateboard or whatever type accident. So he hasn't played all year. So, I mean, it shouldn't affect the team this year. And it was a drug. He initially appealed it because allegedly he had ringworm. He put something on it that contained something. And he allegedly appealed it. But then he removed his appeal to his credit and said, hey, it's my responsibility to know what I'm putting in or on my body. And I didn't follow. The fact that I couldn't follow that story and it made no sense in my head, I called bullshit. Like somebody, 
his publicist, his publicist or somebody just said, dude, don't, don't go down that road because you're going to look like an ass. Well, I just, see, just, I disagree with you on that. I disagree with you on that because so if you, okay, if you have ringworm, yeah. do you know exactly everything that you're rubbing? The, hey, no. you get a prescription, no. you start rubbing on, do nope. you know exactly every ingredient? No, somebody hands me something, I, I'm going to put it on my, right, yeah. so. And again, so and he he withdrew his appeal. Yeah. He he manned up at the age, ripe old age of twenty three. A lot easier to do when you just signed a ten year, three hundred seventy million dollar deal. Now, obviously, he's going to lose that money. The Padres don't have to pay him for that. But I go back to the Astro conundrum: is I think professional athletes all they're obligated to to do is go out on a forum a little public service announcement and say, hey, little Johnny, you with the white helmet on. Yep, you. Don't do steroids. Don't use performance-enhancing drugs. You can't even fucking tie your shoes and talk at the same time. You're not going to make the big leagues. I'm a male. I'm an adult male. I'm 23 years old. I make my own decisions, and there's millions and millions of dollars at stake. That's why I put fucking shit in my system, because I want to be the best I can be, because I'm already the best I can be. You, you suck. You're a loser. Stick to your local t-ball team. Do not do steroids, because they're not going to help you, because you suck. And that's the public service announcement that we should expect from our NBA, NFL, MLB, Major League Soccer, tennis, and professional athletes. That's all we should suspect to them. They're, they're fucking adult athletes, and as I've told you time and time again, when I'm spending ticket prices for the ticket prices that I choose, I don't bitch about those ticket prices. I fucking gladly spend 200 a ticket to sit on the Green Monster the greatest fucking seat in all of baseball to watch. Sometimes one of my favorite teams, sometimes one of the teams that just fucking makes me as angry as all fucking get out and I fucking hate their guts with a passion. But that's my choice. And I want to see the fucking best of it. And if you got to fucking put something in your system to make me fucking walk out of Fenway Park with the Red Sox as a winner, then fucking do it. I don't give a fuck what you take. I oh it's cheating. It disgraces the game. Who why why who gives a fuck? If you and I took what Fernando Tatis was alleged of having in his system, whether it was for ringworm, uh, syphilis, cholera, what's it, cholera, whatever the disease, or or tuberculosis, whatever it's for, you and I wouldn't be able to hit a baseball any better than we can without that drug. So don't tell me that is making him any better and he's a young superstar. So why are we keeping something? To me, it's Sorry. bad business. They want to be politically correct. Hey, we're, we're responsible. No, parents are responsible for the youth. You're responsible for putting the best fucking product out on the field Day in, day out, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, and Major League Baseball. I don't give a flying fuck who is on what drug. I'll raise my kids. Fucking Red Sox win a game. That's what I want. Let me raise my kids my way and I'll, hey, I'll paddle their butt when they do wrong and I'll commend them with some golden grams when they get a B plus on the report card. Let me fucking raise my kids. Fucking put a winning team on the field. I don't give a fuck what any of them are taking. Yeah. By the way, it's chlamydia. 
There we go. That's the, that's the other. That's the chlamydia. I don't care what you're taking for chlamydia or whatever. I was I laughing too hard to. to, to but that's to what I'm saying. And that's almost like a, that. That almost could have been a fuck you statement. But I know everybody's like, oh, you can't do drugs. Oh, that taints the game. Oh, the the, the steroid. And even Mike Klein and I got into it on our uh, YouTube app, and and we agreed to disagree. He anybody in the steroid era, he goes out of the Hall of Fame. Um. I'm, a, I'm more liberal. It's like, you still got to fucking produce. If you produce, you're in the game. Yeah, I, I get their two sides of the fence, but he's right. fucking suspended 80 fucking games. He can't play till like game 45 or 50 next year. Yeah. One of the best young talents in the game, you're going to keep him up. Well, you got to set a president. No, you don't set a president. Tell you the young youth who are at the high school, who are at Arthur Hell High School, who are going 12 and 12 against shitty competition, who has a 58 58 ERA, who can't fucking throw one pitch for a strike. No, don't do steroids because you suck. Do that public service announcement. And let pros be pros, men be men, take what you want to take. And if guys want to get into an argument, hey, I hit 40 home runs and was natural. You hit 52 home runs when you were on steroids. I'm better than you. All right, that's a debate to have. And that actually in increases popularity in the game. It's like, yeah, I'm pro 52 homer guy. No, I'm pro 40 natural home run guy. Yeah, let's go. But... I mean, come on. Fuck, he has something that is, something that is fucking probably an irrelevant drug. It's nothing that... I've never even heard of that drug when, like, you know, like, it wasn't something like bodybuilders used. It's like, all of a sudden, you go from a 15-inch bicep to a 19-inch bicep. Like, holy motherfuck, what did this guy do? Whatever. Right. Fuck it. Yeah. I mean, I don't... If I'm going to take a side... I don't like the fact that if somebody like you're talking about, you know, Billy comes in, like, barely squeaks into the MLB, you know, maybe because of a, an uncle is a, a, a talent Mike scout Piazza, or something Mike like that. Piazza with Tommy Lasorda. Yeah, okay, maybe. That's not quite the example I was thinking of, but somebody barely squeaks in, starts well, the juice, only juice, you, juice, 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 juice. And Piazza juiced. And the only reason he got drafted was because Tommy Lasorda was his... Uncle or godfather or something. But anyway, something. But along those lines, somebody who naturally, if they would have never juiced up, would have not been anything. Would have been in the you know, would have been in the league, the big show, uh, dance, whatever you want to call it, a year or two, but before everybody says, you know, this guy doesn't belong here, you're out. As opposed to somebody who, you know, could naturally do it. But to your point. People are going to do it. People are not going to do it. People are going to get caught. People are not going to get caught. So, you know, there's always going to be this argument. And I'm not in a position to say one way or the other. And if I am, you know, shit, I'll, I'll make those decisions. But, well, you know, no, am, that... I, am I, 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 I understand your point to a, to, a, to a point, not to be redundant. But, you know, when do you say for this kid that would have never been anything without the drug? I don't like that. Oh, I, I, you know if you got talent or not. Yeah, I could have taken all and, the. And point, I could have taken all the fucking gear I wanted in 1985, and I would have been a five foot nine. Wink, wink, because I ain't nowhere anywhere near five nine. I'm probably like borderline five eight with heels. 
you know. Tall spikes. <laughs> yeah, tall spikes. I could have got on all the gears you want, but I was honorable mention all Valley, but I could have geared up upon gear up upon gear up and would been, would been willing to do so in 1985. And here at 55, you and I would still be doing a podcast in my basement at the North Studio because that's how much difference that gear would have made. Right. Gear makes a difference. Like, okay, yeah, me and you sit here and say, all right, Dave, fuck you. I can curl more than you. And you say, oh, fuck you, Mike. I'm, I'm, I'm more limber. I can curl more than you. Fuck you. All right, well, let's bet. Let's curl more. And I get on gear. Well, then, yeah, I'm going to curl more than you, and that's unfair. But we both get on gear. Neither one of us are making any of the professional sports at any age of our life. Obviously, right. if you 50, me 55, we're not making any professional sports. Right. But I'm saying that at your at your athletic prime on the track team at Michigan State, you no. getting on gear. No. You may have, you may have been able to enter more meets at Michigan State, but when your career at Michigan State ended, your track career ended gear or no gear. And that's what I'm that, right. that's what I'm saying that but I, Fernando Tatis is not your average baseball player. He's fucking good. And all these players, that, oh, like, you know, the Clemens and Bonds, keep them out of the Hall of Fame. They were on drugs. Oh, they took steroids. They were fucking good before steroids. They were good with steroids. And they were good without steroids. And the only, like, Clemens, the only thing he's alleged to have taken was HGH, which, is a, which repairs injuries, which allowed him to do his job. And I wish I had fucking merchandisers that would get on HGH so they would come to work every day and not fucking call in. Right. So, you know, I may give my merchandiser to HGA so they can come to fucking work every day. And that's what Clemens did. Right. And that that is a whole different level. We're talking about millions and millions of dollars. And when I'm spending, you know, like when the four of us went to Fenway Park, the game on the Green Monster cost more than the trip in the hotel to Boston did. Wow. So when it was, it, you know, it was like, I think it was like eight hundred for the hotel and four flights round trip, and nine seventy for the four tickets to the game. So when I'm spending nine hundred seventy dollars on a game, I don't want to see fucking guys that can barely dribble the ball out of the infield. I want to see guys that can go deep. Guys that are sending the you're ball over like, your head. Just like if you're watching porn, you don't want to see like a little four inch or pumping ass. <laughs> you want to you want to see a big nine inch or slap down oh, on somebody's chin. You had to go there. Yes, I did. Anyway, what other sports do you have? That's all I have on my long lip Fernando Tatis. All right. So, obviously, I just want to point out, we are still in that little bit of a lull before football kicks off uh, in the sporting world because if you were looking for something to watch right around, like, 2 o'clock on Saturday Mm -hmm. afternoon, uh, you could have watched the Financial Modeling World Cup, and you're like, what the hell is that? Um, on ESPN2, uh, part of the Ocho, they had the All-Star Battle Excel Esports. They had guys fucking competing on how to fill out spreadsheets on ESPN. The Sports Network had guys that were competing on how to fill out spreadsheets. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, that seem, that didn't even, number one, it seems like a programming error. I mean, really. I mean, <laughs> so, number two, I'd be like, oh, that, yeah. Maybe so, I'll send that guy some of my work. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the other thing they had on, which I thought, I mean, p- 
Pickleball is making a surge. Pickleball is becoming fairly popular. All your local parks, your municipalities are putting pickleball courts in. Okay, I'm right not behind gonna, the fire station. Um, yeah, right behind the fire station. I'm not arguing that. But the PPA Tour, Professional Pickleball Association. Oh, professional Pickleball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had the Skechers Invitational from uh, the Riviera Country Club. Uh, CBS, CBS Sports, like I would almost consider 2, 2.30 prime time in the afternoon on a saturday oh. yeah so uh and uh it just it was funny because the guy i appreciate him i applaud him you know he was selling it like like he had been doing it for years live from the cbs pickleball studios and right there i just i started belly laughing i'm like really there's a pickleball studios somewhere now um now if you watch it though have you ever watched like uh olympic ping pong have you ever watched like like high yeah, level Oli- ping pong? Yeah, Olympic ping pong. I've where seen. you're you're slightly you're impressed by oh, yeah, the hand eye sure. coordination and stuff. Now I actually watched a little bit of the pickleball and it's it's on that level. Right. Oh, I, I mean, mean, I'm like it's a little bit crazy. Actually, now, actually, to your point, I'm sure the Excel shit is impressive <laughs> to somebody in that field. Sure. But to put it on television is like, okay, is it, does it really need to be on television? The hosts and the color commentator for the Excel sheet competition, you know, they were try- they, they were making an effort. So kudos right. to them. You know what I mean? Now, um, how did you lose? How, I, I want to go back to that. How did, like, the, how much, A, like, did you watch for two minutes or did you watch the entire episode? No, the, hell no. I didn't watch the whole thing. Because I, I want to know, like, what, what, like, elim- want- like, what? I was me doing Excel, you doing Excel. It was why almost, did you beat me or why did I beat you? It was almost like driving real slow by a traffic accident. You know what I mean? You're morbidly curious, like, oh my god, how oh, rubbernecking, yeah, rubbernecking. I don't want to, I don't want to see anybody dead. And you fucking, oh, look at his head was out of the hood of his no. car. No, but I mean, it's like I'm watching this, going, really? Like, can this actually be a thing? Can I be? Can I watch this and actually be engaged? And the answer actually is no. But, you know, so by completing certain components of whatever spreadsheets they set up, they score points. And so it's all based on points. So if you Because I'm enough- actually better at Word than I am at, at – I'm not good at Word, yeah. but I'm better at Word than I am at, at Excel. Okay. Excel has a lot of different shit where it's like, why? Yeah. And like – but I do know where the undo button is because I, I got because I always push the undo button. It's I got, like okay, I don't want to do that. Undo. Back in the day, I got super nerdy with Excel, so I know how to do the if-then statements and all the kind of like build algorithms and stuff a little bit. But that's neither here nor there. But now, but Word and Excel are. I mean, they're similar, same documents, but different, right? I mean, they're essentially. No, they're way different, Mike. But why? But you why have the little it? cells in Excel. You have the little the little boxes with. But you, in Word, you can get across the message that you're trying to convey. Sure. Yeah, you could put a lot more data, I guess, and 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 you could do you could do arithmetic calculations, and you can do all the way up. So to Word is the poor man's Excel. No, Word is just a text document. I, oh, I, you, you could do tables. You could do tables yeah, in Word. Okay, you could do tables and get across. Yeah, sure. 
Excel is Excel is word tables on steroids. Okay, fair enough. There well, then, then I subscribe to Excel because Excel should be adopted by the <laughs> professional sports because we want them all on steroids. There you go. Right, that segued nicely. Yep. I, I, that then, was... then, then my my fuck you before my fuck you is fuck you to my word acknowledgement and fuck you word. Word is dead to me. <laughs> so let's just give a uh, tip of the cap to Serena Williams mm. retiring. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about. Somebody that we put, we both, I think, put in our GOAT uh, slash Mount Rushmore conversation as far as dominating their sport. Yes. Yeah. So tip of the cap to her. Um, the other thing I want to mention, um, world jiu-jitsu uh, champion, uh, Leonardo, Leandro, sorry, Leandro Lowe uh, killed at 33 years old. Um, this is kind of an example of uh, if you think you're a badass, and you walk into a bar or a party, or in this case, you go to a concert, um, and you get into you get into a confrontation with somebody. Uh, don't bring your fist to a gunfight. So um, some guy figured he was going to get the better. You know, he was he was going to get the the. Yeah, go ahead. Right, you're, no, you're pointing it, at me, yeah, wanting to interrupt. So go ahead. Well, because hats off to that. Jiu-jitsu guy, jiu-jitsu. No, jitsu. Jitsu, jiu-jitsu guy. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, pussy killed him with a gun. Yep. But when men were men, you could settle a fight with a fight. Now, you know, he, he probably, because I'm guessing before he was killed, he probably fucking made the guy look pretty stupid. Yep. Slapped him around a little bit. And the guy yep. didn't know what happened. The guy went back, got a gun, shot him. No, the guy apparently had a gun. All right, yeah. So, so yeah. So if you you know if you got a fight with a gun, and you know if all you know if all it is is a, a fight, and you're going to use to a gun, fuck you to that guy. Hats off to the guy that could clean clock. Yep. So. So. But yeah, that's not the age we live in. That's why you don't like. To, you know, yell at every driver you come across because at the next right. stoplight you could have a fucking bullet in that's your fucking That's what I'm telling, temple. yeah. That's like back in the day, Shelly used to flip off all kinds of people. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? You're going to get both of us shot. Don't do that. Agreed. It wasn't that big of a deal. All right, last thing with sports. People have probably been, um, at least from my end, uh, if anybody, the drama. You talk about, um, you know, soap opera stuff yeah. with the WWE. This uh, live versus the PGA. Yes, sir. So you had three golfers uh, this week that uh, thought, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna face irreparable financial harm." Yes. I think that those were the correct terms, if I can use my air quotes. Irreparable financial harm if I'm not allowed to play in the um, FedEx Cup Championship, uh, which the first of those three tournaments was. Uh, this weekend, and of course, a judge belly laughed and said, ha, bullshit. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got a little, a little violin, yeah, a little right violin playing in the background for those guys. Yeah, the millionaires that were complaining about uh, not being able to play. And so, judge called bullshit and said, nope, you were told ahead of time this was going to be the case if you jump ship from the PGA Tour. Yep. This shouldn't have been a surprise. Uh, you're making, obviously, if you're qualified to play in the FedEx Cup that you're making enough money on the PGA Tour that your family and your livelihood is not in irreparable harm. Um, the other thing, the uh, part of this lawsuit 
with the the live players against the PGA uh, kicking them out or suspending them uh, is an antitrust lawsuit. So, you know, they're saying that the PGA is creating a monopoly. They're okay. using undue pressure to tell the major, the majors, uh, the British Open, the Masters. You know, the PGA is putting pressure to tell those tournaments that are not technically part of the PGA to say, hey, you know, don't let these guys play. And the live players are whining about it, you know, saying you're this is a monopoly and this is an antitrust lawsuit. And so I expect, you know, when that comes down, that's just going to they're going to get called bullshit on them as well. And as well, they should, because I don't know. I mean, they made it clear. I mean, hey, the PGA is just going to the majors. Hey, we've been we've been with you for a gazillion years. Let's do this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like and it would be no different if like uh, flight football and anything else were up against uh, Jim and Marty's beer rating podcast. Yeah. And you know they had a fuck you segment. And they stole from us and they did, this, and we'd be like, hey, you know, fuck those guys. You know this this is what we do for a living. It's like you shouldn't have jumped ship. This these are two different organizations and. In the battle of yeah. business, you yeah. fucking sling mud. That's fucking the world we live in. And that's why I don't understand why everything, that that is a whole nother question in and of itself. And we don't have time in segment two to talk about it. But where everything, why does everything have to be fair? Everything's not fair. I mean, shit happened. Hey, you made a decision. You signed for $100 million to go to Lyft. Cool. You know, yep. you signed for, I, I think Phil signed for more than $100 million right. to finish 40th, 38th, 37th. I mean, dude, you suck among the golfers that aren't even the best in the world, and you got $300 million. So now you're going to fucking sue because you can't be in the FedEx? And I'm not saying Phil Mickelson was one of those guys. That's not what I'm saying. Right. He's, he's part of the antitrust part of the yeah. lawsuit, so it's not like, the yeah, FedEx Fuck part. you. No, you you're no antitrust. You fucking left us. You you we were married to you, and you started fucking that whore over there. We're done. Sorry. Hey, good luck to you. I mean, the guy fucking paid you three hundred million dollars. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> you know what are you suing me for? You fucking fuck this other guy mm-hmm. in front of me. For this amount of money, and now you want me to pay you money? What did I do wrong? You fucking left me, you fucking whore. No, <laughs> fuck those live golfers. Right. And again, you know, Mike brought up a good point. He's he's pro live and yeah. like the PGA yeah. like monopolized everybody, like yeah. bullied everybody, and then somebody else came along, and that's great. Yeah. I get the, hey, they left. Hats off to Phil Mickelson for getting th- for fucking raping that cat for three hundred million dollars to be shitty. And he fucking he fucking blasphemizes shitty golfers Mike. because God, Phil Mickelson has been shitty in the LIV. I'm telling you right now, you know how Nick Faldo retired last week. Yes. You should fill his shoes. I should. You should. You should be the color commentator on all of the PGA yeah, tour tell events. Them, tell all those love golf. Fuck you guys. You left us. Fuck you. Yeah. You whores. <laughs> you went for that. Everybody left. Johnny Pimp 
for bad, thought it was going to be greater. Johnny Pimp took care of his girls. <laughs> and yeah. again, and again, you got to go back to, yeah, yeah okay. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Woo. I think it's about time we uh, rate. Uh, I agree. Oh, uh, oh shit. Wait all a right, second. Here we wait, go. Wait a second. All right. All right, here we go. All right. I'm ready. Do you have more than one, or did you just have the one? I just had the one. All right. All right, here we go. Oh, we got no class, no taste, no shirt, and shit-faced. We got it lined up, shot down, firing back, straight crown. Uh, again, Nickelback and... Um, oh, shit. Uh, Nickelback and it's... Yeah, damn it. Um... It's going to be one of those where I'm going to I'm going to call uncle, I'm going to tap out and then we're going to be in the next tasting and then bam, it's going to come to me. Oh, um uh, Yeah. It's something the title's something like, you know, we're getting fucked up or um Obviously, that's not a title yeah, of any no, song no. in the commercial industry. All right, so you got a full point on quiz one. I'm going to give you half point for Nickelback. And I took these straight from the text that yeah, you sent me a week ago last Monday because you said what your 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 pick me up music was Nickelback. And if you weren't if you wouldn't have got anything, I would I was going to just rip you for saying, well, you must not get picked up much because I gave you two songs from your list. And you get it. So you knew they both were Nickelback. You yeah. knew the first song. So you, you get one and a half, which is way better than you've ever done in this pool before. Um, that's Burn It to the Ground. Burn It to the Ground. Yep. Um, Firing Back. Straight Crown. Yeah, so anyway, both Nickelback songs. So, hey, one and a half. Hey, that's, this is your... Well, I know. We had a, your, one of the, uh, like, 134 or 5 or something like that was Dave's Best Pod Ever. So I think I've gotten more than... But I was holding you accountable for the first two. Yeah. All right. Because you actually shot them to me. Right. Because I said, Nickelback is a motivator. And yeah, then, he kind of gave me the like, stink eye. Like, yeah, I was like, who fucking uses Nickelback for a pick-me-up? <laughs> but uh, anyway. Oh, my God. So, all right, you're up first for... All right, here we go. 4.25. Oh. There's nothing, I can't think of a single thing that I can say negative about this beer. And I, but I, you know, I'm kind of the sweet tooth guy well, of the group. So yeah, this is delicious. And what's funny is, all right, so we're truly on, delicious, we're like at, delicious, like we're on episode 139 of this podcast. Yeah. And I mean, I have all the ratings there. You have them on file. If you would be in that experience. Excels fucking competition with the big boys in ESPN. We'd probably have a fucking more accurate listing, but um, I could look through You're all not, the lists, and I would say You're not lying. I bet you one through seventy episodes one through seventy five. I had higher rankings than you did, 
and then 76 through today, you have higher rankings than I did. I don't know if that's, I can't even give a reason why. But I absolutely love this as well. I came in at four flat, four point zero zero. Yep. And you went and you quartered, you quarter up me. But anyway, hey, the the Raider teach the Raider own, <laughs> whatever that means. But um, all right. So with seven hundred ninety check ins, so small sampling, we're right in line again. But yet for the second straight beer. Slightly over both of us. Uh, untapped, those 790 people rated Pastriarchy from Declaw Brewing 3.98. Mike, we have to take a time out and talk about the Maple Grill Restaurant and Microbrewery. The Maple Grill is a farm to table restaurant serving a rotating menu of local fare prepared over a wood fired grill by Chef Josh Shading and his team. Brewmaster Len Shading is always busy creating some amazing craft brews, ciders, and seltzers. Grandma Stout is my favorite, and I know, Mike, the Dirty Duck IPA is yours. Check out their website at www.themaplegrill.net and see what's on the food and beverage menus for that day or week. They do not take reservations to dine in, and carryout is preferred using the carryout order link on their website. Regular business hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., closed on Sundays and Mondays. The Maple Grill is located at 13105 Gratiot Road in Hemlock. From delicious burgers, chicken, fish, and steak dinners to pizzas and craft beverages, the Maple Grill is a farm-to-table, wood-fired dining experience. Well, Dave, yeah, you know, my least favorite segment of the night because segment three, third beer, it means there's no beer after three. It's kind of tough to deal with. But, hey, we're going to get through it, Dave. So what we have is yet another from the Merck series from our fine friends at Austin Brothers Beer Company. We have everybody's Merkin for oh, the well, weekend. Yeah. I added the everybody's but yeah. because the name of the beer is Merkin for the weekend. 6.6 pod low. After a couple of 9.4 percenters, got to scale it back a little bit so we can finish strong, if you will. 50 IBUs. So, all right. I believe it's got us both set up for the uh, not a big deal glass. Even though, don't listen to Spitting Chicklets anymore. I still rock the, the bar stool, not a big deal glasses. Yes, yeah, for sure. So. Here we go. Very murky. Yes. As it is a Merc series. As advertised. Ready? Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Definitely New England. On the notes. Oh, delicious on the notes. Hmm, a little more yeah. bitter than I anticipated, yeah. though. Same for you? Yeah, very, yeah. But based on the notes, I was yeah, going to get more every, grapefruit. It was but... a great mixture of IPA, fruit, IPA, fruit, almost like it yeah. was a race going down there. Um, 
All right, so what? Um, I could have swore, and I had this all lined up because we are pod professionals, as everybody knows, and our fine friends at Spilling Nachos just released episode sixty-two. Yeah. Uh, is uh, is winning? Is it winning or not, or whatever it's called? And um, they on the beer they were tasting a beer from Declaw Brewing, which right. actually is what we had in tasting two. Correct. Called Unicorn Farts, and I could have swore we had a tasting Unicorn Farts, and then you look through all our all your thing on your Excel. I looked through just patented pen and paper. I couldn't find it. So Nate, Tommy, I'm not sure if we've had the unicorn farts. I could have swore we did. I I don't know why it's in there like it is. But apparently we didn't. So I cannot confirm or deny your (laughs) ranking of the beer. But where this is going with us is one of the things they said, and this is, I can't say we're plagiarizing them. Yeah. Because Tommy threw it out there, didn't have the answers, and as I was on my walk with Ruby this morning, I'm like, wait a second. Anti-Metallica statements? Them's fighting words. I'm going to fucking look into this (laughs) shit. So, anyway, he said that Stranger Things, which is a Netflix deal, yeah, came out and because of a TikTok video by some user, they're asking everybody to cancel Metallica. And like Tommy, what? like Tommy said, he's like, I just saw this. I didn't, you know, I'll look into it between the next episode because they recorded on Thursday. So, and it's like, well. I was chomping at the bed, and it's like, you know, I'm going to have to steal a little bit of their thunder because I can't go an entire week when somebody's bashing my boys from Metallica. But anyway, so um, apparently in season four, the two-part series of season four, Metallica's song was played. Metallica, undisputedly one of the heaviest, biggest metal bands in the world, Formed in 81, the band had endured for decades and millions of fans across the world. Yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Anyway, there's a song played in part two, season four of Stranger Things by Metallica. And somebody went on TikTok because a lot of the TikTok people really embraced like, oh, what song is that? That's fucking a cool song. Woo! Choo-choo, yeah, that's a great song. So they went to it. But see, this one person on TikTok went and said, well, wait a second. I say we cancel Metallica because the lead guitarist, there's, I believe that's a pentagram on his guitar. Yada, yada, yada. But um, at this particular show, they made fun shortly after Kurt Cobain's suicide, allegedly, death, they made fun of that at a concert, and then a couple of other rock bands overdosed. And supposedly, James Hetfeld gave a 
High Hitler Salute at a concert. Again, this band has been around since 1981. We're talking 41 fucking years. Right. Right? Right. So I think your math's right. Yeah, but yeah. So, I mean, in 41 years, Dave, have you done anything wrong? Have you done anything that you... Ah, shit, I wish you wouldn't have done that. Yeah. No, I, I, mean, I, I, for sure. I If you say you have, I'm going to call bullshit. No, no, no. I mean, that was, that was part of the sermon today. Okay. You know, I mean, well, they brought up, you know, in part of the sermon, they brought up, uh, I can't remember from what, from what book it was, but if any of you are without sin, you should cast the first stone. And everybody right. put their stones down because everybody was like, shit, I've, yeah, I've sinned, so I probably uh, should. Absolutely. Throw a stone. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even carry stones with me because, yeah. you know, so, so many times. So that's my take is like, wait a second. Why are we canceling fucking Metallica? The fucking creators and producers of Stranger Things, which in my opinion, season one was great. It was, oh, this is cool. Yeah. This is great. Yep. Every season after that was absolutely fucking dog shit horrible, in my opinion. Not right. my genre. I get right, it. If, right, you, right, if right. you like it, you like it. I'm not going to argue that point with you. Right. But all the other, you know, other than season one, it's dog shit. It's stupid. It's not my genre. But why not fucking take your case up with the people of Stranger Things? Cancel fucking Stranger Things. Because didn't they know Metallica had a pentagram on their guitar when they put their song in season four, part two? Didn't they know they made fun of Kurt Cobain's death when they did? Allegedly. Uh, yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Alle so my point is, yeah, you know, why are you bashing Metallica? You know, Metallica, like, because they had to go license and they had to go to Metallica. Hey, we're using this song. Yeah. Can we? Can we? And Metallica's like, probably I'm, if Metallica's For good X business. Number of dollars. Yeah, if Metallica's <laughs> good business, people yeah. are like, well, What's yep. in it for us? <laughs> right. And they said, we'll give you X. Metallica said, okay, cool. Let's do it. Yeah. So really, if Metallica mm -hmm. is so anti-Semitic, so anti-Christian, and such bad, horrible people, shouldn't you try to cancel Stranger Things for not doing their due diligence? And paying Metallica the money to put that song in Stranger Things Season 2? One would think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, ban, the, ban everybody. And again, I, I don't consider... Just ban the, everybody. That's I don't a, consider the plagiarism because Tommy said, I'll look into the Metallica thing and I'll get to you on the next episode. But their next, their episode comes out on Sunday morning. Right. I listen while we watch... While I, wa while I watch... I'm, I guess I am watching her, but... While we walk... <laughs> while I walk Ruby. Right. And... When he said somebody was fucking anti-Metallica, I'm a Metallica fan, so I'm like, okay, I got to fucking do my due diligence in this motherfucker. Right. I got to see why Metallica's getting thrown under the fucking bus for a shitty fucking Netflix series. And so, right. now, so I apologize, and, you know, and, you know, Spilling the Nachos has their, you know, there's a couple of crossovers, yeah. but 
And well, I mean, can, if, if you keep... And just... maybe Tommy and Nate will have a different take than me, but yeah. I'm on the side of fucking Team Metallica. It's like, fuck, if you're going to cancel anybody, cancel fucking Team Stranger Things right. for not knowing that they're fucking well, anti-Semitic then, then, fucking devil worshippers. Then you got to cancel Netflix. You got to exactly. cancel the whole thing because yeah. they knew that Stranger Things was doing that. And for that matter, you got to cancel everybody that but subscribes to people, Netflix. The only people that shouldn't be canceled is Metallica and Metallica fans. Because they were asked to do it, and if you, you should have done your due diligence to find out they were anti-Semitic, anti-Semites, devil-worshipping heathens, and then not, and then they they could have played a Christopher Cross song <laughs> when they played the song by Metallica. You know what I'm saying? Uh sure. So yeah, so that yeah. so that's my take on that. Right. It's not. I, I, I'm not going to play the the, uh, the Millie Jackson theme song because I'm not that mad about it, but right, it's just like, hey, don't fucking... Why cancel Metallica? Metallica just made money off the fucking thing. <laughs> right. Anyway, so... All right, yeah. so what do you got, Dave? Talk to me. Uh, nothing. Are you, are you going to play the Millie Jackson theme song at some point? If you have one. I do. All right, just a second. No, oh, here we go. I'm not sure if I've been in. Um, Thank you, Millie. Luddings and Dave. I, I may have passed through there, may have been there for right. but so if I don't think so. So if anybody's looked at the Facebook page, yeah. um, Shelly and I picked a place that, you know, we needed to go somewhere for our 25th anniversary just to get away. And we had never been to Luddington. Now, you know, back when I was a kid, a small kid, I had been to Luddington and Pentwater and some of these other places. Um, on a trip with parents, but I wasn't old enough to really know where I was going. Didn't care. You know what I mean? It's just right. a different thing. You're when just you're long for the ride. When you're 10 years old, you don't give a shit. Like where's the ice cream. Right. Right. So I got you. We went to Ludington, liked it, enjoyed it. Nice town. Uh, the state park is awesome. Are you talking when you're 10 or are you talking? I'm you... talking about here this last okay. week. Yeah. Just as a 52 year old adult. And then we went down to Pentwater. Pentwater was great. Uh, we did manage to make it to four breweries. If you were on our Facebook page, I posted some pictures and some stuff there. Um, brought you back a T-shirt from yes. Jamesport Brewing Company in Ludington. So Jamesport, uh, the Ludington Bay Brewing Company, and also Starving Artist Brewing Company. Now, the Star Starving Artist Brewing Company, I would say between the three, uh, it was close. But actually, that Starving Artist Brewing Company was number one in that area. Um, and Shelly was like, hey, let's go to this place. Hey, it's something to do. Da, da. And it's a little like how I, I think I mentioned on the Facebook page. It's a little bit off the grid. It's a little bit off the main drag. Uh, coming into town, you know, you look it up and it's like, God, this looks like it's like in somebody's like, you know, backyard barn or and, it, and technically it is. But, um, and I believe, and I hope I don't get it wrong, Andy, the brewmaster, um, is doing a fantastic job. So next week, we're going to have a tasting from Starving Artist Brewery because everybody that was there, I didn't get a chance to talk to Andy personally, but everybody's like, you got to try this. You got to try this. You got to try this. They did not have it on tap and they did not have it uh, opened 
I guess sometimes they they'll crack a few of the cans and start handing out tastings, but it's their um, I want to say it's their peanut butter peanut butter stout or peanut butter and jelly stout. Ah shit, now I'm getting it wrong. But uh, we're gonna do that next week um, at the uh, South Studio. So we'll actually figure out if it's the real deal or not. Um, so if you're thinking about going up to the Ludington area, um, those three breweries, thumbs up. Um, when we went down to the um, the Big Heart Brewing Company in Hart, Michigan, just down a little bit on uh, US 31, it was good. I, I, I enjoyed some of their, their standard IPAs. They had a couple of IPAs there. Um, but some of their other stuff, I don't, I just don't know if some of their higher alcohol IPAs were, I don't know, just on the finish, they were just, I don't know if they had a bad batch or because of what I was eating and drinking beforehand, kind of like tainted my palate a little bit. If you can say taint, no. can I say taint? Sure you can. Sure. All right. Um, taint's going to affect your palate. When tasting beer every time. Every time. So, anyway. Depending on how clean it is. I guess. <laughs> sure. But anyway, so if, if those of you that are going, uh, really enjoy James James Port Brewing in um, Ludington Bay and Starving Artist. And there were a couple at the Big Heart Brewing Company that uh, we also enjoyed. So, going back to that, though, this is part of the fuck you. I, I was just going to say. I'm getting there. I was just going to say, it's like, that's all well and good, Dave, but our listeners are dying to know where the fuck you and any of that is. All interesting information for sure, but never really gave a fuck you to anybody or anything. So here it goes. Here we go. Here we go. So we're at the Ludington Bay Brewing Company. So technically it doesn't have anything to do with the brewing company, but <clears throat> so... We're sitting at the bar waiting for our table. We had the little buzzer device, right? Yep. So the and we're waiting for our table, and we've got our flight already. And I'm sitting there, and I had my Okavanga Delta T-shirt on from Botswana, right? Yes. Um, it's the first craft brewery in Botswana, so timing is everything. And we were there just at the time when they opened up this craft brewery. And I had my T-shirt on, and there was a couple sitting next to me at the bar. And I'm sitting there minding my own business, kind of checking out my phone. And I'm actually doing some tasting notes on the tastings that we had at Ludington Bay. And she turns to me kind of to, and she says, so how's the beer in Botswana? And then turns back and looks at the TV. Right. So what I assume would be her husband or boyfriend or whatever sitting next to her. Nobody's looking at me at this point while I'm. She kind of looks like, because at that point I'm like, oh, well, I look up and I'm interested in telling her about the beer in Botswana. So I tell her, well, you know, uh, a lot of Europeans are there. Not very Ameri- not very many Americans and Europeans are, I don't know that they're, I mean, they're into their Guinnesses and their stouts and stuff like that. But I don't know how, how they are, how they're inter- into their IPAs and some of the interesting you know, here here in the States, I mean, they're doing some really wacky things, like the oozel finches yeah, we've yeah, tasted with the sours. Yeah, sours and, uh, and smoothies almost are I don't, probably as big as... To my knowledge, I don't think that has really taken off to the degree it has here in the States. So Yeah, right. 
there's a lot more European tourists down in Botswana. So, I, I mean, I told her, I went into this whole thing, like, you know, the IPAs and the other, they, it was like almost, but not quite. They kind of still hung to the, you know, the lower bitterness and the whole lager taste, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Well, she didn't seem at all interested. And then, you know, obviously we got our table and we get to our table and I'm sitting down. I'm like, I'm like, Shelly, I got asked this question, you know, and she rolled her eyes right away. Shelly did. Yeah, Shelly did. So if, what do you think? Like she says, well, how's how's the beer in Botswana? Right. If, what do you what do you think is her intent? She wants to know how the beer tastes. She wants you think to, she's sincere about knowing how the beer tastes in Botswana, or I is she calling so. bullshit on no, the T-shirt? I no, I'm because why else? Because I've actually had that happen in supermarket. You know, the guy walks, guy gal work, walks by with a Chicago Bear hat on. What do you think of Justin Fields? If that person says, ah, not a fan, I wish they would have stuck with Mitch Trubisky, yeah, 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 yeah. I know it's a bear fan. Yeah. If they look at me like I have fucking steaming turds hanging out of my mouth. Yeah. Oh, your hat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I just wearing a hat. Well, <laughs> then you're a fucking idiot then. You're wearing a bear's hat. Right. And you have no fucking say in what the bears do. Go kill yourself. I fucking hate but you. I mean, here's my thing. It's like it's Botswana. It's halfway across the world. Do you think you would like half turn a little bit when somebody's giving you an answer and kind of like make eye contact and engage in the conversation a bit? Or would you stare at a TV and kind of just like, like just casually glance over once in a while Whoops, while I'm talking? But if she asks the question, I think she's generally interested in the question. All right. Well, so, all right, so those of you that are listening here, if do me a favor, what do you think? Do you think, you know, this person, um, I don't know, you could judge a book by its cover. I think blonde, curly hair, I don't know if I didn't look at what she was wearing or anything like that, but, you know, decently well-dressed. The boyfriend or whatever didn't, like, he was just glued to the TV. I mean, not paying attention at all. Boyfriend, husband, whatever the case may be. But, but Shelly and I got to talking and, she, you know, she kind of saw, maybe she read a book by its cover. Maybe she was a little bit uh, stereotypical on, you know, she called bullshit. So, you know, so the fuck you is to, we thought she's just like, you know, calling bullshit on wearing the t-shirt. Like there's no craft brewery. You're being a dick by wearing this, you know, Botswana t-shirt thing and, oh. you know, whatever. Like, hey, I've been to Botswana. <sighs> so we affectionately termed uh this person the botswana bitch huh so if that's see, not yeah, the I, case yeah i would never i would never saw it that way yeah okay i mean i if, I, I would just say it was yeah i don't if that's not the case yeah. then all apologies sincere apologies you know took it the wrong way but i don't know just the, the whole feel of it was like you know I was maybe thinking, you, i i thought i View it as she's has a beer in Botswana, and then you went a little more in depth than she cared to know and zoned you out. I think it was a legit question. All right. I don't think, you know, because why would that? I mean, it's not I mean, like you were wearing a t shirt that said, I fucked President Trump's wife. <laughs> I mean, that, that's bragging rights a little bit. So, like, how was she? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, but, yeah. No, I get it. But, yeah. So, I will tell you this, though. After the flight and another beer I had, I got a little chippy, and we went back. You know, as we're going through and paying our bill up at the bar, um, I got a little passive-aggressive, and I'm like, hey, if 
you're ever thinking about going to Botswana, let me tell you, <laughs> I just, yeah, I, anyway, you know where that did conversation she, went she, to. Uh, yeah. Did she appreciate that? or she uh, just... I'm not sure. They kind of had the same attention span that she did on the original question. It was like very, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, maybe, so. you know, maybe she's just looking forward to a... Solid night of anal sex. You don't really know what was happening, right? <laughs> sure. She's yeah, like, that's exactly that's what I was thinking when I left. <laughs> a third one? Yes. Oh yeah. What is wrong with Blast you? Blast from the past. All right. All right. And you'll get why there's a third one here in a minute. Okay. Nickelback. <laughs> Did I get it? No. All right. Take me, you will see. More is all you need. Dedicated to how I'm killing you. Uh, yeah, nothing. I got nothing right now. Take me, you will see. More is all you need. Dedicated to how I'm killing you. Oi, I must not be. Re- I must not be paying attention because. Well, and it really has to do with, and because I'm a professional podcaster. So everything I do has a, so what was our uh, connection with me stealing the story of spilling the nachos? Oh, the Metallica. So that's so, Metallica's. Well, it's not Sandman. Nope. Um, Take me, we'll see. Uh, More is all you need. Dedicated to how I'm not, killing you. The, like the Metallica, the Metallica songs that made like the top 40, not top 40 if, I don't think they ever made top 40, but. I I bet you a couple of them did. So, those, I probably, Sandman, shit. Name one of their albums. I I don't, I wasn't that big of a. All right, anyway, it was Master of Puppets. I gave you two Nickelback songs you responded well to, and I segued me stealing the story from Spilling the Nachos. But Tommy even said, hey, I'll get to the bottom line. By the next episode, but by then I was captivated. I said, you know what? I got to see why my boys from Metallica are being thrown on the bus. Mm-hmm. So I, I looked it up, and that's why I gave you Master of Puppets, which is the song yep. in Stranger Things. Gotcha. So. All right. Anyway. Didn't watch Stranger Things. And, I, didn't see, yeah. I didn't see the last Stranger Things because, like I told you, Stranger Things, the first season, was good. It was like, oh, this is kind of spooky. And everything else was, after that was like, ah, this is stupid shit. So. <laughs> All right. You ready to rate this? No, I'm not ready to rate okay. this. Can we have a, a, a quick, lame Mount Rushmore? All right, here you go, folks. All right, now. So this, might, me, be, this me, might be two things for the listeners to reply on the Facebook page. We've had a lot of good input, yes. a lot of good participation. Keep it coming. Uh, so we've got, do you think Dave was getting called out on his Okavanga Delta, you know, Botswana craft craft beer t-shirt? And the second thing is going to be the Mount Rushmore. So go. All right. So now, Mount Rushmore fast food restaurants, pizza places excluded. And would you agree that McDonald's would be on everybody's Mount Rushmore? Uh, as a kid, yes, but as an adult, I won't, I won't eat anything from there. All right, because I, I was going to say excluding McDonald's and pizza places, 
You're Mount Rushmore of fast I would ex- food. Right? I would exclude McDonald's because All it's, right. that's like if there's nothing else. Oh, if, I love no, no. Actually, I, so you're just the opposite of me. You're, you're gonna go up. There's nothing else. I'll eat it. I'm going McDonald's is everybody's fucking right. Mount Rushmore fat. So we're gonna exclude McDonald's and we're excluding pizza places because because if you're gonna include Little Caesars, don't you have to include oh, yeah. Martha's Marvelous Pizza and yeah. uh, or you can you Joe's? Can, yeah, that's a different Mount Rushmore. Right. Yeah. So we're yeah. no pizza places. Yeah. No McDonald's, your Mount Rushmore of fast food, go. Uh, are you going to start one or four? Huh? Are you, you going to start your best or your four? I'm going to have to go first thing that comes to mind, I guess. All right, well, then I let go. me steal the thunder. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with the number one. All right. The number one, the GOAT, the George Washington of the bunch. Yep. Without question. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. About, oh, it's not authentic. Well, when I'm drunk, authenticity is not my fucking forte. My number one is Taco Bell. There you go. All right. So, all right. Right in that Taco Bell. I don't know if that's my number one. It's open at more convenient times, I'll tell you that. But For sure. Yeah. And you can give it later on. You don't have to give it your number one. That's my number one. I mean, if there if there's a place that I want to go to right away, it's probably Subway. All right, fair enough. Yeah. My uh, my number two fast food. Um. If for no other reason than red beans and rice, I'm going Church's Fried Chicken. Church's Fried okay. Chicken with red beans and rice is fucking amazing. The lineup on uh, seventy five and forty six. Yeah. Typically lined up around the building. Unbelievable fucking chicken. I've never been to a church's. Oh. No. I'm a fucking idiot. Popeyes? Corrections Corner. Corrections Corner live as we speak. Yes, thank you. Popeyes. Popeyes. Popeyes on 46 and 75 is my number two. But there's... But Popeyes or whatever I called it. Yeah. The red beans and rice. Yeah. And their fucking spicy chicken. Yeah. Popeyes... Is my number two without question. Good call out, Dave. Good call out. Yeah. All right, my number two, Qdoba. Can you? Can, uh, that's a that's a fast. Yeah. Story. Yes, it is. Yeah. And I've had it once. I'm not going to yeah. dispute it, but I, I've had it once. Yeah. All right, so Qdoba. All right, so I got Taco Bell, Popeyes, Popeyes, Wendy's. All right. I think Wendy's with the baked potato and the chili option with the burgers and fries yep. has a lot of options. I'm going Wendy's. The Frosty is a nice yes. add-on to very, that. Very, very solid Yep, point. yep, yep. All right, so next for me, I'd have to, I'd have to, you got to go with Taco Bell. There's too yeah. many options there. I just had yeah, it for lunch yeah. the other day. I had the, um, uh, the Crunch Wrap. Yep. yep. Hey, you don't have to sell me, Dave. That was my number one. You know, Taco Bell is the goat. Yep. If we're going to eliminate, because I I eliminated McDonald's. Not that everybody thinks it's the greatest, but I think McDonald's would have to be in everybody's top four. Well, the number so of I people just, that are in the drive-through, yeah. yeah it's a I, good I just assumption. had to, I just had to eliminate it. Yep. Because it, it yeah. should be everybody's top four. So okay, Great. so Wendy's. Ah. Uh, Taco Bell. Popeyes. Popeyes. 
I don't like Culver. Don't say Chick Fil A. I don't like Arby's. Chick Fil A. I don't know why everybody um, gets so freaking like hard on a hard on for Chick Fil A. I don't get it. This was your Water, Mount Rushmore, bro. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go Whataburger. I've only been there once. Where? Whataburger. Spell that. W H A T, A, B U R G E R. Where's that? I know they're in California, Arizona, Southwest area. All right. And the reason I like them is because I was fucking duped. Because there's apparently a secret menu that you can order. And you get extra shit on extra toppings and this. But you have to order. No. But it's not on the menu. So. So Whataburger. uh, Yeah. Okay. is like a West Coast thing maybe. Okay. All right. Hmm. You know, and I've been to a few places. Um, I guess I can say this. Uh, shit. Now I can't think of it, but in Africa, there was a pizza place. It's a fast food pizza place. Oh, we're not doing fast food pizza places, are we? No. Shit. That was fantastic. That was that was something different. Uh, so Subway, Qdoba, Taco Bell, and uh, what am I not thinking of? What What is everybody screaming into their device right now that is their top? Oh, shit. Arby's. Right. Arby's. Especially now, this stuff maybe doesn't count. Their sandwiches are good. Right. Okay. Like several of them are very, very good. But that uh, Andy's mint shake that they have is like, that'll put no, you into so a sugar coma. The only reason I like Arby's is the Jamocha shake. Okay. Well, same thing. They, yeah, they got their, they got it down on the I, shakes. I think they're, they're, but aren't they 20 we bucks got a the piece? beef. Is overrated, so that's why I didn't mention them. But All right. anyway, so hey, what fast food restaurants did we miss? I know there's like in this area, there's Culver's. Um, I don't visit Culver's. Five Guys. I, I don't. I is think there Cal- are Five Guys in this not area. Not in this area, oh. but I mean it's a fast food chain. True. Yeah. Um, Culver's, Five Guys, and and Culver. I I just think it's just too expensive for what you get. Kentucky Fried Chicken. A and W now the A and W actually has the fucking you don't get many hot dogs but hot dogs are so overpriced <laughs> but you know hey I'll, I'll listen to somebody who wants to put A and W or those like uh, Coney Island drive through type places as their favorite I'll listen to that and that like that's why I said that's why I eliminated McDonald's because I think I think no matter who you are. It's not good food. I'm not saying it's great, but McDonald's has McDonald's has to be on everybody's top four, especially when you're traveling. It's like, are you gonna are you gonna go to Myrtle's Tasty Chocolate Starfish Bumfuck, <laughs> or are you gonna go to McDonald's? You're gonna drive into McDonald's and hope you get something similar as opposed to Myrtle's Starfish. Because you don't know what Myrtle's implying no. when she's going with the starfish. No idea. All right, Dave. So I think it's time that we rate Merking for the Weekend. By the way, who sang the song? Who's the Lover artist? Loverboy. Huh? Loverboy. Everybody's working, working for, for the weekend. weekend. Yeah, okay. Yeah, thank you. Good. Don't fucking question me, bitch. <laughs> All right. Um, 
boy, is this my favorite of the night? Because, like, when you, you rate it, you, you rate your rating based on other choices like it. And we I, did, I, we I did think, have I think, a... Yeah, I think it was better than the Rini double. I'm going 408. All right, so this goes a little bit... This goes a little bit against my grain. I'm typically a New England guy because fruity, right? A little more sweet, yeah. that kind of thing. However, in this case, for me, the Rennie, I liked it better. Oh, really? Yeah. Did, did you really? Okay. There's, there's something about this right here. It's not bad. I'm not saying it's bad, but... It's not sessionable like I thought the Rennie was, especially with the Rennie at 9.4%. All right? I gave this a 3.85. A good rating. Oh, for sure. You know, but it's not... Between those two IPAs, I would I would go back to the Rennie um, before I would go back to right, the Merkin for the weekend. And I'm... Literally just the opposite because I mean I enjoyed the Rennie, but you know if like there's we go over to listener A's house and they have one Merkin for the weekend and one Rennie mm -hmm. in their yeah. fridge. Hey guys, help yourself. I'm gonna look at you. And I'm gonna like all right. I'll take Merkin for the weekend. Yeah, and you'll say okay. I'll take the dip up, and we'll both be happy. 936 check-ins. So the middle, you know, the middle of the bunch, if you will. Oddly enough, right in between Dave and I. The 936 people on on tapped score murking for the weekend at 3.99. No. Yeah. So almost at 40. Yeah, I think I think everybody liked it and yeah. Everybody say yeah, so you're not gonna be disappointed nope. if this is what you're drinking for the night. Correct. Personally, Dave, I, I think you know, you got Rindy double IPA rated higher than Mercury for the weekend. I'm just the opposite, but I think it's almost to the point of like tomato tomato, really. Yeah. It's like whatever. But yeah. agreed. Um anyway. Woo! Segment three, unfortunately, has looked down at the bottom of my glass. I can see I'm out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here. <laughs>